Hello, and welcome to today's podcast brought to you by Information Security Media Group. I'm your host, Karen Murphy, and I'm speaking with William Henley, Director of IT Risk Management at the Office of Thrift Supervision. Our topic today is one that weighs heavily on everyone's minds, the recent and persistent downturn in the U.S. economy. With so much talk and action focused on the mortgage crisis, William wants to make sure that information security stays top of mind and top of budget. As financial institutions tighten their belts, they can't ignore today's threats, especially given last week's coverage of the identity theft ring behind the TGX breach. Let's begin, William, with a quick overview of your agency. What's your charter? Uh, thanks for the opportunity to, to speak today. And the OTS, or the Office of Thrift Supervision, we're an office under the Department of the Treasury, and we supervise the national thrift industry. And we know that um, you know, we're the thrift industry is really the, the bedrock of home ownership. Traditionally, savings associations or thrifts are uh, some of the key uh, mortgage lenders in, in, in our economy. And so here within the uh, OTS, my role is the uh, direct, director of IT risk management, or our section underwent a recent name change as uh, IT examinations. We're the policy side, and we're responsible for developing examination procedures and industry guidance as it relates to uh, information technology. So for the OTS examiners, those that review IT within the thrifts, we're responsible for, um, for overseeing that function of the, of the examination. Great. So let's just kind of jump in with some questions for you. Um, you know, the news is full of stories of economic woes. Um, what are the OTS's greatest concerns for financial institutions? Well, our greatest concern is uh, where's the bottom of this economic downturn? Nobody knows. And uh, we see and hear reports that our thrifts are shrinking their balance sheets. Their uh, attention is almost 100% focused on the, uh, the credit situation. They're adding to their ALLL or their allowance for loan and lease losses, et cetera. And, uh, when, uh, and when they're concerned with the, the earnings squeeze, budgets get cut, resources are stretched, uh, then shortcuts are taken, and the result is oftentimes information security is overlooked, and the result is it's, uh, it's weakened. And uh, this is a re- recipe for disaster from from our standpoint in uh, administering the uh, the IT or the information security uh, program here with the DOTS and what we see when we see this happen in the industry because uh, we have to stress to them that uh, security is of the utmost importance, especially during these times because these are times when their systems are most vulnerable to attack when there has been uh, a little bit of attention that's been taken away from uh, from this area. So reputation risk is high, and it's important for uh, our thrifts to maintain a secure defense that's in de- a secure and defense in depth IT environment to be competitive and to be a survivor. Okay, that makes sense to me. Now, in reality, how are financial institutions reacting to the negative ter- downturn? Well, you know, we have we have seen some uh, cutbacks in uh, staff at uh, thrifts in the in the IT area, and we've heard from uh, a few thrifts uh, from their IT departments. They've already been warned that uh, funds will be limited to um, uh, for uh, new IT projects. So uh, they're starting to feel the the pinch within within the thrifts, the the IT managers. Okay. And, and how do you see it uh, kind of impacting the way that financial institutions record uh, information security in general? <clears throat> well, 
certainly staff reductions mean that uh, some monitoring will be scaled back, and this could put thrifts at risk in, in several areas. So uh, we see that this is um, really concerning to us, the, the potential that this could have as, the, as um, so much attention is focused uh, on, on the credit industry that, um, so to speak, uh, some of the some portions of the industry may be taking their eyes off the ball on the the importance of uh, maintaining robust uh, security systems and protecting customer data. Okay, and so if they do kind of um, sideline security, what's the risk to the institution today, and then how do you see it affecting them long term? Well, you know, some of the the risk that is developing based on these decisions that may get get masked in the in the short term because they may not immediately uh, have a breach or they may not see something uh, today, but it, it really is of, of serious concern. Now, one of the things that we can say that is uh, is positive, or you know, if you try to find somewhat of a uh, of a positive out of the situation, is that that, that everyone is really impacted now. That's uh, uh, an inability to create new services and improvement of current operations. So thrifts won't be at a competitive disadvantage to their uh, their competitors uh, or commercial banks or, or the like, because it seems like it's it's hitting everyone. So, um, but you know, we, we would hope that that thrifts and really all financial institutions uh, recognize the importance of being uh, diligent and maintaining secure systems. Institutions are uh, obviously not likely to uh, to drop security entirely, but they may forego or postpone upgrades or enhancements. And uh, since new threats are constantly evolving, the, the longer that uh, they forego or uh, um, defer these enhancements or upgrades, well, the, that risk profile increases. So a failure to keep security uppermost can harm the, the thrift or any financial institution, both in the short term and the long term. And the short-term failure to maintain a high level of security can expose uh, the thrift to financial and reputational loss. And in the long-term, failure to stay current with uh, regulatory personnel and technological issues related to security can result in a gap that could take a, a, a long time and cost more to overcome than if the, uh, the thrift had maintained its security at a high level all along. Okay. So the risk is definitely there. Um, you know, what's the business case for staying on course? You know, how do they convince their um, board or whatever, you know, that information security strategies are, um, you know? Well, the business case is that even though there may be an economic downturn in the in the economy or in the in the financial institution industry in general, it's not an economic downturn for uh, for the bad guys, for the thieves that are trying to to do them harm that are trying to get at confidential uh, customer data, that are trying to, um, to breach their, their systems. In fact, during these times, the, the activity probably uh, rises or spikes because they're aware also that, um, that uh, the boards of directors and management at the, at the institutions, at the thrifts, that their uh, attention is focused elsewhere on, on, the, on the credit issues. They're aware that... Um, that uh, IT security can be one of the first areas where that are cut back by an organization, and consequently, it's likely that 
uh, they would step up their efforts knowing that controls may be weakened. So the business case is that the cost-benefit analysis of is it worth the financial and reputation risk of foregoing spending money to keep the systems and policies and procedures and well as the, the staffing levels current. And uh, the answer is that a single security incident can cost much more than the cost of uh, maintaining security at a high level. So that cost-benefit analysis, I think when it's viewed on those terms, it really, uh, the cost of maintaining the system's current justifies itself. Okay. That makes sense to me. Um, now, here's what I think our, our audience will probably be most interested is, you know, can you provide some practical advice for keeping security top of mind or, you know, more importantly, top of budget? Some of the key points that I would suggest are maintaining compliance with uh, regulatory requirements and keeping current with the regulatory guidance and industry best practices. Uh, that's that's one. You know, hey, it's probably no surprise coming from a regulator. <laughs> uh, the second point would be to keep the board aware of the importance of security and apprising them of security incidents in the industry and the cost of these incidents to uh, uh, to each individual institution. So uh, that also cannot be overemphasized, the importance of, of board awareness and having a, an active and informed board, especially in, in these areas of the importance of information uh, security. And uh, <clears throat> then having a, a senior manager who's assigned oversight or responsibility uh, to establish and maintain a robust security system and philosophy throughout the, the thrift. Uh, the fourth point would be having security be a key topic for training for employees at all levels, so making sure that everyone within the organization recognizes that information security and protecting customer data is everyone's responsibility. And then keeping current with uh, technological changes related to security and software, hardware, networks, and other security features. And um, <clears throat> So th those would be really the uh, the five key points that uh, that I'd like to remind the listening audience of, and uh, I, I think that, that that's a very good beginning, a very good start to making sure that uh, security stays on the top of the mind uh, throughout the throughout the organization. Great, that's really good advice, and what I like most about it is very actionable. People can 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 take action against it and uh, work towards uh, a better security. So, William, thank you so much. We really appreciate your taking the time to uh, participate in this uh, podcast. And on behalf of Information Security Media Group, we thank you, and I hope to speak to you again soon. Okay, you're welcome, Karen. Thank you.